You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! We are the Mad Men of Masculinity. Your home for healthy masculinity. We're just real men having real conversations for you. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's right. That's right. It is that time. It's that time because I am Kirk M. Samuels. And I am Jason B. Kendrick. Mm -hmm. And we are the Mad Men of Masculinity. Yes, we are. We are just two men having real conversations for you here on your home for healthy masculinity. For you. For you. That's right. again. I'm doing I'm doing my ghetto sign language. I went to public school. This is public school sign language <laughs> for you. <clears throat> All so that yeah, kind so of good this stuff, one, man. Uh, I kind of feel this is weird because I was thinking about this today. I almost feel like the old dude at the new club, like because we're doing something totally different today, something we've never done before, but it seems to be hugely popular out on YouTube and out on the internet. And of course, this is gonna be different because we're reacting to Dax uh, to be a man music video. But it's not going to be an original reaction because he and I, I know I have, I've, I've worn this thing out. I've watched all the reactions. I've watched so many different versions of it. I mean, I'm just, this, this music video, this song is just something that needs to be just blown up and taken all over the world. So, um, you know man, I, w- when you sent me this thing, man, I was just like, wow. I mean, it's, it's pretty deep, pretty harsh. And obviously, yeah, we'll come back to it. So yeah, man, let's, let's play the thing right off the, right off the rip. You want to go right into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we're gonna go right into it. I'm probably gonna stop it a couple times. I know there's gonna be some things I want to want to talk about. And this maybe this may be one of them fair use kind of things that you got to say on YouTube and all that kind of junk. Fair use. Yep. Is, we're just uh, we're reacting to this man's video and uh, and all that kind of stuff. I think legally, I think we got to say that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just reacting to it. We're not trying to Word. take any kind of ownership. None of that stuff. Word. I can't hide myself. I don't expect you to understand I just hope I can explain What it's like to be a man It's a lonely road And they don't care about what you know All right, just right off of that, I mean, I've had some similar experiences, though. I'm sure you have, too. You You pull up to the house, and you got things to process before you can even, like, get in there and, and, and be the dad, be the family, be the family man. I mean, what do you think about that? Max? I mean, that's like just right off jump. It's just like, wow. I mean, right in the heart. Well, I, I mean, words, right. I mean, just lyrics. Of the song. First of all, I mean, obviously we'll, we'll figure out that it's a, it's a catchy song that kind of sticks with you, but you know, it's to me, it's the word, it's a song that sticks with you, but it's the words that kind of stick you in the gut. And, yeah. um, you know, right off the bat, you know, it's like dude coming home, you know, from a, from a long day. And when we get home, man, yeah, that's we're probably real vulnerable because we're probably coming from hunt mode, you know, out there hunting, doing our thing. And um, and and now we're, we're having to make that transition into home mode. So we go from hunting to home and it's a hard transition. And, and right off the bat, you know, it's like, man, it that 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 transition normally for a lot of us ends up with a road home. And so very first right out of the gate, he's like, it's a lonely road home and, and, and they don't care about what, you know, you know, he's going to get into some kind of deep thoughts here, but man, when he talks about this, that lonely road home, because a lot of us are a whole lot better professionally than we are privately at home. 
And yeah. so you got to make that shift from uh, from one to the other. And a lot of us, a, a lot of us as men, I'm talking um, either have or do or in the past have, you know, experienced the whole idea of like, man, when I come here, you know, man, I got to I got to put on something because folks here don't know what I'm going through. Yeah, I mean, I know there's been several times and granted, I've been kind of played the stepdad like three different times. And so coming home from work, I mean, I know several times I've like stopped on the porch and had to like have a cigarette or, you know, just just a moment to like switch to to recalibrate to be like, OK, now it's home time. Now it's family time. Now it's, you know, relationship time. And so just seeing that, you know, and like dude's obviously having a rough day. But he can't bring that in the house. You can't bring it in the house. Mm-hmm. You got to leave that out in the truck. You got to leave that outside. And then, mm-hmm. you know, don't bring it in the house. I mean, it's just showing and, that. So I don't. And I think that's, I think, man, that's a huge point of, you know, the expectation when we get home, the expectations for us to not dump our stuff on our family, to not, you know, to not come home and vomit everything. You know, when you get home, Really, you know, the, the feeling is that, man, folks at home they don't really care. You, they want you to come home and be the stability, be the safety, be the, the the protection, the provider and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, when you get home, man, it's like so this is a lesson to the ladies out there. If you're if you're if you're listening thus far, you know, when your guy gets home, he probably needs some time by himself, whether, you know, for me, it's in the bathroom. Like I need to go in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's just my thing. Like that's my time. And for some guys it's in a closet you know, where they're changing clothes or whatever, but a lot of guys, man, we need time to get home, but either when we get home, you're right, man, obviously dude had a rough day. And, and a lot of us, you know, experience that when you get home, nobody want to, don't nobody want to hear all that. They, we want to hear, we want to hear, Hey, you know, everything is great. Well, it's like that, you know, you know, as a guy, you coming home and now there's like this whole other work you got to do. And a lot of that, has nothing to do with where you just came from. So you've got to switch because you know you can come in that door and be like, oh, you know what your son did, or you know what your daughter did, or you know mm-hmm. what I did, and this and that. And you're like, so you gotta you gotta mentally switch. You gotta you gotta get rid of whatever happened throughout the day to good, bad, or indifferent and get ready for the for the next thing. And I'm probably gonna come back to this at the end, but I want to cut right to the it goes both ways chase. <laughs> I mean, first of all, I hate that's, that's I hate that phrase and I think it should be banned and outlawed. Um, I think it should be canceled. I mean, dud go. I mean, there are a lot of things that we all experience, but right now we're just talking about to be a man. And uh, and if you're a woman and you can't sit back and just kind of listen and 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 take the feedback, take it in with the experiences, then maybe that's an issue. But and quite honestly, if you experience the same thing as a woman, that's because a lot of y'all are put in masculine spaces these days and you're expected to be masculine, you're expected to do stuff that the masculine um that the masculine role does in a home or in a household so it's not one of those we're ignoring you if anything you know if you can relate then to you that should be evidence that you are probably more in your masculine you know than you may realize yeah oh we haven't we got like we didn't we didn't even get it we we got like 20 (laughs) man all right here we go all right it's not about how you feel, but what you provide inside that home. Yeah, I know this life can really beat you down. You want to scream, but you won't make us sound. Got so much weight that you've been holding, but won't show any emotion as a man that goes unspoken. Now we can't. I mean, man, right, right there, like, yo, want to scream, but won't make a sound. 
all that pain, it goes unspoken. And then you see him grabbing a drink because he's got to cope somehow. Yeah. And, and that's unfortunately the reality for a lot of guys is, you know, we don't get to offload. We don't get to vent, um, you know, as as part of the normal flow. And, and a lot of us do take it to something else. You know, a lot of a lot of us do medicate that thing, whatever it is. For some, it might be drinking. For some, it might be porn. For some, it might be, you know, rage or or. You know, in in the best scenarios, maybe it's going to the gym or working out. But for most guys, it's not that. For most guys, it's probably something that, man, you know, I want to scream, but I can't. And so a lot of us suffer in silence as a result of it, which is why our self-canceling rates are higher, you know, than than women's. Um, Because when we do it, we do it in violent ways. Yeah, Yeah, well, we do it. We do it to make sure it's done. So it's not Mm -hmm. a cry for help. Usually it's Mm -hmm. like I'm already dead inside so i'm done with this but yeah just that just this the social economic you know just cultural norms of men are supposed to be the strong backbone and have no emotions and feel nothing and then there are no outlets i mean like mm-hmm. you were talking about yeah if they're lucky they're healthy outlets so they go to the gym but a lot of times for most of us guys there's multiple they might go to the gym and then come home and drink or whatever you know yeah. so sometimes you got to have a bunch but yeah just not ha- being a man and and just across the board feeling like I can't express myself. And then you get like this where you, you've got to numb out some way. And none of this is an excuse. This is just the reality. We're not telling you how it should be. We're telling you how it is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, just the way it is. All right, let's keep this going. Cry when life gets hard, unconditional love for women, children, and dogs. We know that we just have to play our parts And don't nobody give a damn about our broken hearts, yeah As a man, we gotta pave our way Our only function is to work and slave There's no respect for you if you ain't paid You're disregarded as a human and you can't complain and if- Oh, God Value, value and work I mean, come on, yes value To work and, and slave Nobody cares if you got a broken heart. Nobody cares and, how you're feeling inside. And to die I mean, and sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. And then if, if you're not paid, you're not even considered a human being nowadays because, you know, oh, well, you're, you can't give me what I want or you're not a big baller. So I'm not even going to give you the time of day. So, I mean, we all feel that. You know, what happened in the good old days of like being a man and just having a job and providing and stuff like that? And that's good enough. But no, you got to be. Six figures, six feet, six pack abs, six feet or what else? And I mean, it's just constant, not good enough. And, and I'll, I'm gonna call this out again, right here in the middle. This is annoying to a lot of people. Us having this conversation, a song being like this, because it's like you you whining and complaining, and you know, get over it. You know, um, you know, put up, put your big boy pants on, and all these other kind of things. And to to me, that's the grown up equivalent of being a little boy saying, you know, boys don't cry or men don't mm-hmm. cry because <clears throat> these are the messages that we hear, you know, from a young age and, and, and those kind of things, we don't have necessarily the healthy outlets in the health. And again, most of us weren't raised by men. Most of us weren't raised in a, in a quote unquote stable household where you see the balance in it all. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, the whole idea of us having this conversation is annoying to some I mean, I could almost hear, you know, some some of the modern feminists out there, you know, saying, yeah, but you don't have to, you know, and whatever, man. Um, But value and worth. You know, guess what? I got three. I got four kids. 
only one of my kids had to register for the draft when he turned 18. The other three daughters didn't. If my son didn't register for the draft, which we haven't even had a draft in since what Vietnam, I don't know. Yeah. But at the same time, legally, he's obligated to to uh, to register for the draft. My daughters weren't. And so value and worth is what to me this whole section is talking about. Yeah, I mean, that just goes right back to that work and slave line. Like that, that that's our purpose. Mm-hmm. If you ever make it up and actually reach that base and find a woman that you love and give her your last name, you'll feel the things that you provide is only why she stays. And when you try to explain, you'll say, I, I mean, mm. you, you find somebody, you find a woman, you love her, you give her last name, but in the back of your mind, you're like, the only reason she's here is because of what I provide. It's not about, you know, my personality. It's not about my love, not about how I take care of her, but it's what I provide. And so many men feel that way. And then we spend so many episodes. We talk so much about divorce rates and 80% of divorces are, you know, filed by women. And they go, yeah, but it goes both ways. I mean, the statistics are there. And then this is what we feel like. Yeah. Men want relationship. You know, contrary to popular belief, men want relationship. Um, men want connection, men want intimacy. Um, and, and I'm talking about intimacy beyond sex. I, yeah, we want sex, but, but men want all these things. Um, you know, in our culture, we don't get the credit for those things. Um, you know, and, and so I, I know that there's a lot of good men I've heard, I've, I've, I've overheard and even been privy to being a fly on a wall to some conversations amongst women talking about where are all the good men, where are all the good men, where are all the good men. And my thing is they're in your friend zone. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're in your friend zone for some reason. And and there's a lot of guys who've experienced that. Like, I'm a good guy. Like, maybe I will treat you all the ways you want to be treated. But, you know, but I've also been in the case where I didn't have enough. Like, I, when I say I didn't have enough, I you know, I have everything that I need, everything that can provide for a household for us. But the standard is, you know, some artificial, you know, some artificial Western culture standard of what I'm supposed to be able to provide. Everybody yeah. needs to make way over six figures. And I need to have, you know, I need to have all of my nice stuff, big old fat house, you know, nice car. You know, the house is decorated as nice as crib. And then and then I'm also supposed to want you and everything that you bring along. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, and then that guy, you know, has a lot of choices that you ain't one of them. And so there's a whole lot of good guys out there that's like, wait a minute, man, I want to be there with you, but you don't want to be there with me. Yeah, I mean, and not only are they afraid of the divorce rates and only being a, a wallet and all those things they know. And I mean, I've experienced it. We've all experienced it, you know, as a man you work your butt off all day. You go work a 10, 12 hour day and you come home and you're in trouble for something else. Like I had an experience where I was having to get up at five 30 and go load a truck and then drive an hour and a half and then spend eight hours unloading that truck and then trying not to die driving back on the way home. Cause I'm exhausted. I get home. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed out. So I'm not in the lovemaking mood or I'm not in the mood to be chasing after her. And then she's like, are you cheating on me? I don't understand what's going on. It's like, I, I just worked my butt off for you, but that's still not good enough. And so that's what goes through a lot of guys' minds nowadays. It's like, no matter what we do, it's not good enough. And then we want to have that relationship, but is the juice worth the squeeze? Sometimes you wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Keep it going. I can hide myself. I don't expect you to understand. I just hope I can. 
explain what it's like to be a man. It's a lonely road, and they don't care about what you know. It's not about how you feel, but what you provide inside that home. Don't give up, keep fighting. As a man, our sun is our horizon. And our father's actions play a role, and we end up like them. So they can't let us see them hurt. Cause we'll embody what they do and start a generational curse. No. Uh-huh. Yeah, man, dude. I, after that, after that course, first of all, the chorus is the chorus is dope. It's like yeah. I don't expect you to understand. I'm just trying to explain to you what it's like being a man, especially these days. And and then he goes right into this next verse where ultimately it talks about father wounds. You know, uh, I mean, a lot of us don't have. We weren't equipped. We didn't. You know, we we didn't show up with the tool bag of all the tools that we need to be everything that there that the expectation is on us now. And so a lot of us didn't have the, 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 the father figure to show us the way didn't have somebody to, to break a path for us through the jungle. A lot of us didn't have those things and we're just trying to figure it out. And, and some of us fall way short of that. And some of us, like he said, get caught in these generational curses of whatever those things might be. And, and, um, and, and it's not hard. It's not easy to climb out of those things. It's not, it's not easy at all. It's very difficult to be the one to change everything that happened for two or three generations before you is, is hard. Yeah. And it, this is one of those things that it, it helps me even in my awareness of my father and how he was and him being emotionally unavailable. And even in confiding in me later on, you know, about depression and things that he dealt with. And, and this just kind of hits the nail on the head. It's like, well, he's not expressing that to me because he doesn't want me to, to take that on and pass it on. But in my mind, I'm like, well, why is he being you know emotionally available? Why isn't he, you know, being there for me the way I need. Well, he's dealing with his stuff and he's just trying to hold it in enough so he can't, he doesn't put it on me. And I think it's, you know, great for men, boys, and women to hear these things and hear this song because it explains a lot of why men are just kind of, they're holding on so tight, just trying to keep it all together. And they can't be everything for everybody all the time because, yeah, they're, they're just trying to keep it, keep the lid on. And a lot of men are just checking out these days, just checking out, just opting out. Just choosing not to, um, you know, because it, it's, you know, we, we it, it's easy for us to grab on to the defeated kind of mindset of like, what's the point? You know, sometimes ladies, when you ask him what he's thinking and he says nothing, sometimes he's really thinking nothing. Like it's possible for us to not be thinking nothing. But sometimes when you say, what are you thinking? And he says nothing. It's because you really don't want to know. Like if you really knew what he was thinking in that moment, if you really knew the dragon that he was fighting, the demon that he's wrestling with in that particular moment, it would freak you out. And you'd probably run for the hills because um, yeah. it's ugly and it's gruesome. And so those are the kind of those are the kind of battles we fight in the in the silent shadows of our life. Yeah. And that's one of the things we've talked about before. Like, if you, ladies, if your man's not expressing himself, if he doesn't feel safe and comfortable because he doesn't feel safe to express himself, you know, emotionally. And that's the thing we we've said it before. We've had even some of our guests on. We talked about, you know, women need physical safety and security. Men need emotional safety and to feel safe being emotional. And, you know, if you're not the one, then he's got to find that somewhere else or he's got to stuff it and medicate. When I look at this picture right here, this image, mm. all of us have been in that moment. Every guy, oh, every guy can look at this dude right here. I mean, sitting at the table, looking out the window, wedding ring on, just. You know, looks like an evening time or maybe even early morning, but every guy can look at this guy 
and you look at the look in his eyes and we've been there. <laughs> like we've yeah. been there. We've been in that moment, man. We know that it's like, dude, I mean, I'm just making it moment by moment right now. Like these people have no idea how much I'm hanging on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw it, but they, uh, one of the bills said like past due or last notice or something. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's just sitting there like, how am I going to make this work? Because I got to mm-hmm. make it work. I got to provide. Yeah. I got to make this work. Mm-hmm. And that's that look just like, what What am I doing? And everybody. And again, here's the guy with the wedding. Everybody in that household. Here's the reality. Everybody in that household is looking to him to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Whatever the problem is, everybody in that household is looking to him for the answer for whatever their problems are. Not many people are coming to him saying, what problems do you have that I can help solve? And so in this moment, this guy is like all the weight of the world, the pressure is on him to figure out whatever the problem is for the family. And it's all up to him. Yeah. And this is not whining. This is just facts. We're this just reality. Truth to you. What it's it's like to be a why. man. It's just the way it is. Boom. Whew. No wonder most men are so depressed All the things that they can't express They go to war, get thrown on the shelf They go back to war with their mental health Then grab that bottle and ask for help Try to pull themselves out of hell Then fall back down and then realize That they're gonna have to do with themselves it's- I mean, that right there We're veterans, we were lucky We didn't have to go fight in the war And everything like that But we, you know, we're with those guys that did And to come back in that last line You know, he tries to pull himself out of hell and then realizes he's got to do it himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how men feel. Like, no matter what we're dealing with, we feel like it's – and that's why it's so hard for us, I think, to ask for help. So hard for us to be like, hey, I need help and support because it's just how ingrained in us. Like, you got to do it yourself. You know, yeah. pull up your bootstraps and get it working. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you you gotta figure it out, whatever it is, man. That, that's that's the that's the narrative that plays out at least in our culture and 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 uh and commonly in our minds. Yeah. Oh, all right. We're almost there. This is the circle of life as a man you provide. They don't know what you worth till the day that you die, and that's when they start crying. Then move on to a man to confide. I mean, Dude, come on, man. Come on. I, I always say this, man. The the greatest men aren't appreciated until they're gone. Yeah. The best men are not appreciated until they're gone. And, and gone in any kind of way, whether he walks out the door, whether he checks out, whether he lives to be 100 years old and old and gray and gone. But the best men around are not appreciated until they're not there. And, and then all of a sudden you realize what space they were holding um for everybody else while they were there yeah and it, it's 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 sad but true they're not appreciated until they're gone and then you realize oh i really needed that man so then you go find another man to replace him and, and they're you know and it's just that's the reality of the world is men we know we're replaceable we know we're expendable and sometimes it's hard to put in all the effort and and, and to be 100 in when we know like anything else, we can just be replaced just like that. Like, oh, did you die on the job? Oh, sorry. We're going to get somebody else in here to fill your shoes. My bad. Yep. Next man up. Man. Woo. Ugh. That's why we feel we can't hide ourselves. We don't expect you to understand. We just hope we can explain what it's like to be here. It's a lonely road, and you don't care about what we know. 
It's not about how we feel, but what we provide inside. Mm. all right like woo, dex i mean come on man that was so necessary so needed and so powerful because i mean just not even afraid just i'm I'm glad you're an independent artist i'm glad you're willing to just put this out there because that is so needed right now and not just to yeah be like on a pity party or anything but just to be like this is reality man yeah it's cathartic to hear that song for me just you know, because a lot of times you feel like you're the only one with a lot of these things, man. A lot of times you feel like you're the only one to go through stuff. And I will say after the fact here, in terms of after the fact of the song, this is to me proof why guys need other guys. Um, we need to hear other guys say stuff that we're thinking. We need to be able to say what we're thinking to other guys in, in a safe space. Um, and if you the common theme in that video was a man by himself uh visually all of those were men by themselves and this is more and more proof why we need each other like we need uh you need we need to encourage some random guy on the street some random dude at the walmart at the gas station you know didn't fist pump a dude you know and say hey man you know i see you brother um because we're all going through some stuff and and we can't go through it alone we need other guys yeah, and I think this is something, I mean, share this video with your guy friends. I mean, I know I'm probably going to post this in one of our men's groups or maybe a couple of them yeah. just to start the conversation and get it going. But yeah, yeah I mean, this, and I, I look at this, I look at all these reasons and all these things and, and think to myself sometimes, I wonder why that's why I'm still single. Because I mean, all of these things, like, is the juice worth the squeeze? But it's like, if I find that right woman that makes me feel safe and secure and like, you know, she's with me and it's not just what I'm, you know, bringing monetarily, then... Man, she's in for it. I'm telling you what, I got a whole whole lot of stuff to share and, and to to give. Yeah, first of all, I think we should definitely put the link to the YouTube video um, yeah, we'll in the comments here so folks can go just watch the video straight through. And, oh, by the way, there's a lot of people that have – there's a lot of remakes or remixes of the song where other people have added verses in and collaborated and all those other kind of things. So, I mean, I highly recommend looking at those just to get other people's take on all that stuff. There's the link um yeah. and you'll see a lot yeah, of the related is. videos yeah that, that that mega remix i actually saw that first and that just blew my mind and i was like how can it get any better and then i saw the original this one and you know with the video and the visuals and, and him singing and i mean i was just like oh dude yeah. and i think i think that i was glad it was a weekend because i think i stayed up half the night going through all the reviews and watching the video like 50 different times just me and my tissue like holy cow yeah. i mean it's so necessary <laughs> And so again, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a attack the haters, you know, the, the, the modern feminists and those that subscribe to that, that philosophy of men shut up, you know, men are the problem, men are this and that, men did it to yourselves. If you weren't this and that, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, a man hurt me. So I want all men to hurt and all that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, I'm pushing back on all that. Y'all need to go kick rocks for real. Um, because, you know, the reality is, this is, you know, the, the male narrative is not commonly um, is not commonly shared in terms of what that experience like. And and um, and we we ought not shut up. We ought not sit down. Men are not the problem. We're the solution. 
And um, and so, you know, it goes both ways. Forget that. If if you are a lady, a woman, and you're saying, oh, that's me, I experienced all that, that's because you're living a masculine experience. That's not because somebody is, you know, that's not because this is wrong or this partake, this take is wrong or any of that kind of stuff. Um, and, and so if anything, you should be able to understand that, yeah, it sucks. And oh, by the way, like I said, you're still in culture, not seen as disposable, whereas, you know, where, whereas a, a man is pretty much all, but I think one of Medal of Honor winners was men. Um, yeah. And, and, and by far, most of those are posthumously. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you want proof in the pudding. I mean, just watch that that video of the of the the lesbian lady who decided to be a man for ninety days or a year or something like that. And after having that experience, she ended up self deleting because she realized how hard it was. And and I mean, I mean, I don't know what all her reasons were, but I mean, that was the result of that experiment. She came to live as a man and was shocked by. All, she had all her preconceived notions, all her presuppositions about men, and most of those are blown out of the water. And then yeah. it was really how women treated her as a man that she was like, I, I can't handle this. I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, most I mean, you know, men, men are hurting. The, the point is men are men are hurting where, you know, men by far make up most inmates in prison. Men by far make up most addicts. Uh, men by far, um, you know, are more successful at, at, at self-termination. Um, you know, men by far, if not exclusively, are the ones out here doing these mass killings. Um, those are, are males. Um, and, and so, you know, men, men are, are hurting in a whole lot of ways. And until we listen to men and listen to the male narrative, give it some kind of validation or, or at least, you know, an ear. But then on top of that, until we begin to support, lift up men, lift up masculinity, lift up each other as men, you know, man, and, and until then, we're, we're going to continue hurting. So I'll leave my piece at that. Yeah. Yeah, and if not only are all those statistics true, but it's also 90% of the men who are keeping the infrastructure going. The truck drivers, I'm glad he had so many truck drivers in there because I've done that for so many years. I mean, the bricklayers, the construction workers, the electricians, the plumbers, all the people that actually get out there in the storms that, you know, get the, the lights back on and, and, and you know, clean the pipes and do all the things that, that keeps this infrastructure moving. 99% of those people are men. And so when those hardworking men who are keeping the lights on and keeping the plumbing working and keeping food on your table aren't appreciated for what they do, I mean, you wonder why they are the way they are, why they're hurting. It's because there's little to no appreciation for a hardworking man who's actually keeping this world moving. Boom. And I'm going to get off my soapbox there. So we love you all. <laughs> Thank you. Like and subscribe. Make sure you join the Mad Men Mafia. And Dax, next time you're in Denver, come, come talk to your boys. We want, we want you on the show. We want to talk about this. Love you. Mad men out. out.